Kings Country Podcast. We are one week closer to hockey and almost almost a week away from playing round games. My name's Brett Finger. Here again this week, Andrew Schnicker, Ryan Henkel. Guys, how are y'all? I'm doing great. Doing fine. Week two of training camp. Brought some drama. Dougie Hamilton left practice early on Wednesday in discomfort. He did not practice on Thursday. The team not allowed to give specifics because of where we're at right now. Uh, but I think it's safe to assume that it's a on-ice injury-related thing. Um, no, I was just going to say, like, it's it's just funny to me how far this whole thing goes. Like, they can't even say anything yeah. about it when, like, we – well, I didn't because I, that was Ryan's day. He was there. But, like, we all saw him <laughs> yeah. leave the ice in pain. Yeah. Yeah, he was, like, just kind of, like – he was kind of like lurched over, like he was either gripping his arm or just kind of the way hockey players do. They lean over, just kind of left like that. So it's not really per se where on the body he was injured or hurting, but it was something, it was obviously that he wasn't comfortable leaving the ice. Yeah. So potentially worrisome. I think Rod said today that they're hoping it's not long term. Well, and I mean, no, obviously saying he's hoping it's not long-term means they maybe aren't sure of the severity of it. But, like, given where they've, they're at right now, where they've been practicing and everybody's, you know, kind of sick of practice and they're going to have still some more time before the first playing game, like, it could be more precautionary than anything else, him not being out there today. Like, Yeah. So Vatnin skated in his place with Slavin today. He also got looks on the first power play unit. So that was a thing that happened. Um, Canes will not be practicing tomorrow or today, Friday, when this goes out. They will be practicing on Saturday on the ice, and then they're up to Toronto, and things start getting more real. Um, all right, week two of, of training camp 2.0. Thoughts, insight, deep takeaways from training camp 2.0 week two. I think the team looks good. The intensity level is, like, ramped up. And like Rod said, he said yesterday, as in Wednesday, the 22nd, he said there was a lull in practice and the intensity from what he, he didn't like as much, but it was more so the fact that the guys are just kind of getting tired of the same repetitions every day. They're wanting to get at it, but the team looks good. I mean, they're like, they're still laughing. They're like enjoying it, but there's serious times. They're skating well. They're just doing the drills. They're working on special teams, very heavy emphasis on special teams at the practices. I mean, it's just, it's all clean. There's no big scrimmages. There's not enough players at camp to really have those types of scrimmages like other teams are doing. But in terms of drills, I mean, everything is just kind of clean repetition. You know, you don't really see a lot of gaffes or, you know, mistakes being made. Yeah, I was only, the only day I've been there this week was Tuesday. But I mean, I saw the same thing. I think, you know, the, there's a little more physicality, obviously, as much I think as much physicality as you're going to have in a team practice going into the playoffs. But it's I mean, it's clear the intensity is ratcheting up. Guys are getting ready to go. You know, I kind of saw the same thing with guys out there joking around and having a good time. You know, I kind of I heard a couple things from up in the stands when I was there on Tuesday. I kind of jokingly tweeted out that if they were to put out a post practice film from that day, that there might need to be a few uh, goal horns in there. But no, I thought I think it's been good. I think, you know, these guys are ready. And I think the thing that you hear a lot from a lot of the players now 
you know, obviously they've had a long time off and this hasn't been on their mind, but now that they're kind of getting back into this playoff like mindset and you have so many guys that were on that team last year with the way it ended against the Bruins, I think that's kind of starting to come back to the forefront a little bit. And, you know, I think they're hungry to get in and, you know, go another step for- further. Yeah, even I think I saw Tavo said today that, you know, they're they're hungrier than they were last year with, with all that in mind. And, and obviously the intensity is going to continue to be ratcheted up. And segueing to more off the ice, well, off the ice dictated on what happens on the ice and off the ice, if that's a, that's, that's a good description for you. Uh, the Canes players voted, voted Andre Svechnikov for the Steve Chason Award. Uh, for dedication to the game and to the team. Um, and then elsewhere, two other awards that the Canes chapter of the PHWA handed out, uh, Jordan Martinook for the Joseph Vasicek Media Award and Sebastian Ajo for Team MVP. Thoughts on all of that? I mean, obviously the Chase on Award is voted on by the team, but I think it's a pretty big s- statement to, you know, 19-year-old and Svechnikov, now 20 years old, uh, and the impact and the everything that he's brought to the team. Thoughts on, on those three? Yeah, I'll start with Svechnikov. I mean, I think it just says a ton about him and what he's done. I mean, he's, like, by far the youngest player to win that award. Like, I think I saw something today that said Eric Stahl had been in the NHL for, like, eight seasons when he won it. Now, the first few years, several years that Stahl was in the league, he was also teammates with guys like Rod Brindamore and Ray Whitney and even Ron Francis for a year or two. But, I mean, for a 20-year-old kid to have that kind of respect for his teammates, you know, I talked when we did the Zooms, I asked Warren Fogle and Rod Brindamore both about, you know, just the respect in the room that they have, that people have for Spetsnikov, and they talk about him wanting to get better and him just being there working hard, you know, always going out like after a game or being the last one after a practice out there working on stuff. I think it's just a special thing really for his teammates to have that kind of respect for him. And it shows that, you know, there should be a whole lot more in front of him too, given his age. Yeah. You watch Svechnikov play and you see the determination in his game, you know, the drive, he has insurmountable courage to say, even so far as at 19, when he did challenge Ovechkin, granted, we all know how that went, but to have the courage to just stand up to him and say, you know what, I'm going to not take any, I'm going to, you know, stand my ground against you. And granted, you know, we all know how it ended again, but he has the courage, the dedication, like the enormous talent, of course, but he just works hard. And he's just such an amiable guy. Like, in the if you ever talk to him in the room or if you've seen him out, he's so friendly. Just a great guy. Always wants to, you know, be of help or you know have a pleasant conversation, offer a smile. Like, Svetch is just one of those down to earth great guys, and his game, all around game, all the way the way he plays and carries himself, really makes him just an inspiration. I can see why for his teammates. thoughts on is is Sebastian Ajo the team MVP yeah that's um it would I think that would have been an interesting one if Dougie Hamilton had played the full season 
But I do think that I, I mean it's got to be Aho. You look at what he does. He's he was a lot. He was on pace easily for forty goals. You look at the long point streak. Just the way he when he's going, he's going, and he's carrying the offense. I mean, he, he's the you know he's the guy who makes everything happen. I definitely agree with Aho being the MVP. He would have been the first 40-goal scorer since Eric Stahl did it twice and Jeff O'Neill before that. You know, only two other players in the team's history here in Carolina that have hit the 40-goal mark. Yeah, I think Ajo is the safe bet. Um, I don't even know. I think Dougie would have been would have been probably, if not the pick, or he would have been neck and neck with Ajo had he not gotten hurt. Uh, I mean, he was on pace to be a Norris candidate so maybe the uh, the only other players I could really think of are Jacob Slavin or Tavo Teravainen maybe Sveshnikov but I think I think Ajo is probably probably the only way that you could feasibly go there moving on to something that is exciting the Seattle NHL team is no more because it is now the Seattle Kraken. So, they released their jerseys, they released logo, alternate logo, they released a video of a a family fishing in the middle of the ocean and finding a goal light, and they are the Kraken. So what's Kraken, Andrew? Do you like it? I don't like the pun that you just used i really like the seattle team name i love the logo i love the jersey the color scheme i think that the shoulder logos of the anchors that also form space the needle. um the space needle so i think cool. that's a really cool subtle local nod i tweeted this out earlier today but it's kind of similar to like in the canes alternate logo how the space in yeah. between the warning flags is the state of North Carolina. Mm-hmm. No, I love everything about that. It was actually kind of funny this morning. That was going down at the like pretty much the same time that we were doing our Zoom media calls with the players and Rod Brindamore. So kind of in between and during. It's like you're half, you're in the Zoom and you're tweeting that out and you're kind of keeping an eye on the Seattle stuff. But no, I think it's really cool. That Seattle logo, so clean. Yeah. When I watched it, I saw the S come up, and I saw the tentacle move through inside of the S. I knew it was I, – I had predicted Kraken. I was on board for everyone else thinking that Kraken was the name to go. I just think from a casual standpoint, it makes sense because, like, a lot of people were talking about sockeyes. But, you know, if, if you're, say, there's, like, a young kid or something, and, you know, you're, like, you hear about this team. You hear about this team named after just some normal fish or the team named after, you know – the mythical creature of the deep, you know, what is more mm-hmm. exciting to hear about or talk about the Kraken? Like it's so cool. And their color scheme is so nice. Those jerseys are so clean. Uh, it's just all around. It's just, I saw those and I was just a fan, just of the look of it. I think it's back to back home runs. I love the golden Knights jerseys. I like their whole color scheme. I think it's super cool, super clean. I think these expansion teams just hit back to back home runs. Yeah. And the one thing I just want to say sports wise irony and Brett, I'm sorry. I know you haven't had a chance to say your piece on the Seattle thing yet, but irony, (laughs) the irony of a team 
that has just been one I mean, obviously, this is nothing compared to what happened with them last week, but one PR disaster after another in the sports world. The day that the Seattle hockey team changes its name, rolls out this awesome concept, everyone's like, oh, that's so cool. And then over in the football world, you have a team that was previously named for a word that I am not going to use anymore come out. Yeah, we're we're just gonna call ourselves the Washington Football Club this year. Like literally within like <laughs> a couple minutes of all of the Seattle stuff coming out, they released that. And yeah. it's like really you wanna do this today, right yeah. now? Back to back teams dropping the S. <laughs> That's true. Two non plural teams. What a world. <laughs> What a world. Um, right. How do you feel about Seattle? My thoughts on Seattle is um, <laughs> I like the dark blue with like the like oceanic blue, then almost like like the light teal. Like I love the color the color palette and the red. Like the red stri- yes, exactly. Like the the red stripe is is awesome. It just looks so good. It's so clean. Um, logo's great. Love the secondary logo. It's and. What I like about Seattle and Vegas is they, um, it feels like in a, in a world, NHL world where it's, it's so traditional and, and, you know, traditional six teams and not very overly imaginative, imaginative, uh, both of them feel new and fresh and different. And, uh, yeah, I like it. It's just, it, it's like a, kind of like a jolt of like more energy into the league um it's not just more boring kind of stuff obviously the hurricanes have been on that train really since dundon bought the team or took majority ownership of the team um you can kind of feel things shifting uh in in that way and I, i like that a lot enough hockey we've talked about too much hockey it's time for baseball. Is that possible? It is when it's time for baseball. And there's two, today. There, there's two people here who are more interested than the other. And the, the other person, I'll let you guess, it's the person <laughs> who said, <laughs> is there too much hockey? I feel like you, didn't, you don't want to go to the baseball, Ryan. I, I'm, I'll be honest with you. The only baseball games I've really watched, I watch like the World Series games, typically like the last one. <laughs> and that's pretty much the only baseball I ever like really watch over the year. Fair you, enough. You, you didn't cover any NC State baseball in your technician career? I covered, I think, maybe like six. I was thinking like MLB baseball, though. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Uh, it's nice to go to a ballpark and just sit at a game, but I couldn't. I just can't watch it on TV. It's just not my, not my forte. That's fair. Well, let me tell you something. It is my forte. As a matter <laughs> of fact... When, when I'm a Braves fan, um, Andrew is a Royals fan, so we're gonna get to that in a second. Um, Do we have to. Yes, we have to. We don't have a choice. <laughs> um, when when baseball was back, I watched the first intra squad scrimmage that the Braves played, and it was on the camera angle was not from the outfield. It was literally on someone's like phone in the press box. 
and <laughs> I watched the entire thing. There was no commentary over it. Thank goodness they they upped the what was going on there. They put radio guys on there, and it was it was much better. But so yeah, I I'm very much into just watching baseball, and um, but I understand why people don't feel that way. However, opening night tonight, we have two games. Andrew, thoughts on baseball being back? We're going to give predictions. I want your opening night predictions, though. Yeah, I'm super excited about get, uh, about baseball being back, obviously. Um, I think it's going to be another uh, trust the process kind of rebuilding type year for my Royals. But, you know, there's some things... There's some exciting players and some exciting possibilities for growth to look at, but no, I'm just excited to watch it. Um, opening night predictions. Yankees, the Nets, first game, Yankees, Yankees Nationals, fantastic pitching matchup, obviously with Max Scherzer and Garrett Cole. I was already leaning toward the Yankees because I think they have a better lineup anyway, and then it comes out that mm. Washington Nationals star Juan Soto is not playing tonight because he tested positive for COVID. So I'm definitely going Yankees. The other game is Dodgers giants. Um, I think the giants might be one of the worst teams in baseball this year. And I think the Dodgers are, if not world series favorites, then probably maybe co world series favorites with the Yankees. So I can mm. pretty comfortably go with the Dodgers there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I agree with you. Uh, what I did have an issue with, though, uh, earlier you tweeted out some of your baseball predictions. Um, <laughs> I, I might not be going the way that you think I'm going because I know you did something with the first set of predictions. But I, that was not what, what, what I was offended by. You took the Phillies in the East. Is this right? I did. Yes. It's a little bold, but... It's insulting is what it is. <laughs> Here's the thing. And before... Keep them, I had I ended up having to change them because it came out today. Most on-brand thing for the MLB ever, that like hours before the first game, it comes out that they're doing 16 playoff teams this year, which is, the formats come out. Seeds <laughs> yeah. one through three in each league will go to the division winners. Four through six will go to the division runners-up based on record, and seven and eight will just basically be the wild cards. But yeah, I mean, I guess, do you want me to just like, go through like my playoff teams sure. or I mean yeah go for it yeah I mean the Ryan's Phillies loving look, this conversation it's so I feel like we're all good no don't it's, worry I'll, I'll have my predictions ready oh in the NL East I mean like the Phillies it's a little bold um but you know I think that they're, they're, they had a pretty good – a decent year last year. They were actually in first place through 60 games. And then you add fell apart. to a pretty talented team. You add a healthy Andrew Braves McCutcheon. Too much for and you add D.D. Well, I'm going to get to that. You add D.D. <laughs> Gregorius to um, the lineup as well. And then you add Zach Willard to the rotation. The thing about the Braves is with their lineup, you already lost Josh Donaldson. Nick Markakis opted out. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's going on with Freddie Freeman. Like that's a lot that could be missed. No, I think the Braves... no Freddie's back. Freddie Freddie's been... oh he's back. Yeah, yeah. He actually. What's funny about that is you know with like the intra squad scrimmages, like it's pretty much just a controlled thing. They were giving Freddie Freeman eight at bats a game. Like they were just throwing okay. him all over the lineup and just so basically just, like, just all right, trying to get him. He's batting here. 
and then even against yeah. the uh they had two scrimmage games against the Marlins and um they agreed to let Freddie just have like 800 at bats so <laughs> and well, uh yeah. you know he you know he's he's swinging the bat pretty well you know, like he does well and i think under this format that the NL East could honestly especially given that everybody is playing 10 games against the Marlins and then you've got the <laughs> Orioles as one of the teams in your cross division i mean i've got now with these eight with these extra playoff teams i've got four teams from the NL East making it the Phillies the Braves the Nationals and the Mets yeah um, and then I think Dodgers win the NL West pretty easily. That second place team that gets in from there, probably the Padres. Um, I think the Reds win the NL East or NL Central. Excuse me. I think they had a really good off season. They have a really good they pitching did have staff. A good yeah. The it'll probably be between the Cubs and Cardinals for that second spot. The Um, the AL Central, I've got the Twins. That second spot should be between the White Sox and, and Indians. West, I've got the Astros. I think that the under this format, the Angels and A's will also make it. East, I've got the Yankees. And the only other team from that division I can see, even with the eight teams, is the Rays. The Red Sox have a great lineup, but their pitching really is bad. just so, so bad and then i've got i'm going kind of boring with my world series i'm going dodgers over yankees okay um see i'm concerned about the braves i through all the confidence i'm trying to show about the braves i'm really concerned about the pitching staff uh they had felix hernandez coming in and then he opted out of the season understandably uh and he was looking good in spring training they brought in uh What's his face? Cole Hamels. And, of course, he's hurt. He's not going to be able to play. Mike fulton uh gave up back-to-back -to -back -to home runs against the Marlins in an exhibition game. So I'm, I'm a little concerned. Mike Soroka's an ace. I have no problem with Mike Soroka. Mike, or Max Freed. Love Max Freed. Rotation's looking a little bit iffy. That bullpen's strong, though, Andrew. It's a strong bullpen veteran group. They added Will Smith That's to the true. mix good lefty veteran you know uh, their, their bullpen's great the rotation i'm kind of worried about we'll see uh, but a lot, a lot of young uh, will smith play baseball <laughs> yeah will smith plays baseball um you know I, I question the rotation that lineup though it's dangerous it's dangerous i tell you because they got marcelo zuna coming in that's a bit that's a power bat they added matt adams big city back in uh former World Series champion with the Cardinals. Uh, he's a big power bat on the left side. Adam Duvall used to play in Cincinnati. Um, he had a big year last year. He's going to be on that opening day roster. You know, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's a good core group for the Braves. And I, I, I just, I believe that they're going to persevere and they're going to, they're going to finish the top of the NL East. So there, there's, there's that. That's, that's really the, the only prediction that matters. But outside of that, Yankees Rays in the East are definitely the ones. Uh, Indians Twins, uh, in reverse order. I'm I'm upset that the Twins have Josh Donaldson now. He was so good. Astros A's in the West. I I, I think I like the Nationals more. I I, I still don't like the Phillies. That's why I was 
I was surprised you went Phillies, but I, I think I like the Nationals more, and I think I might even like the Mets more if they stay healthy. Uh, Reds might win the division. Maybe the Cubs, maybe the Brewers. Who knows? It's crazy in the in the in the, in the divisions. I can see that division having like a three-way tie for first place at like I mean, thirty-one we, and twenty-nine. Neither of us even mentioned the Brewers, so. In the West, it's going to be Dodgers. Are you kidding me? Come on. And you know what? I'm going to go for the World Series. I'm going to go Braves. And you know what? I'm going to go Braves-Twins for the World Series. How about that? How do you like a Braves-Twins World Series? That would be so much <laughs> fun. There would be home runs for days in yeah. that World Series. I want and to, I do that would be a blast. The Twins, I like the Twins a lot. I mean, you you look at what they did with their lineup last year, then you add Josh Donaldson to that, plus their pitching should be a little deeper when you're adding guys like Kenta Maeda, Rich Hill, and Homer Bailey to the two really good frontline starters you already had in Jose Barrios and uh, Jake Odorizzi, Odorizzi former, yeah. Royal, former Royals prospect, former Durham Bull, but... Yeah, no, I th- I think the Twins are I I like that pick and I think I would watch the hell out of that World Series. <laughs> one of my picks there was biased. The other one I think I think I like the Twins. Um I mean the Braves isn't a bad pick. It isn't a bad pick, but you know, they they have me a little weary lately with all this like there's just you thought we had Puig and then no, they they don't have Puig and you know, Freddie gets COVID, but he's good now. Um the rotation's banged up already. The season hasn't even started yet. It's just, you know, there's just a lot going on with the Braves. But that bullpen, great. That lineup, great. So I'll take my chances. Moving on to another non-hockey topic, and then we're done. Oh, you didn't let me do my predictions. Oh, I'm sorry. I totally forgot. I mean, you, I've been sitting here you're, looking you're, over, you're... <laughs> Googling what teams are in the MLB just for this moment. I mean, you're you made a strong contribution when you said Will Smith plays in the MLB. You know, I, just I thought that knew. was it for for me. <laughs> I didn't know there was a baseball team in Bel Air. <laughs> What's your prediction? All right, all right. I got um in the in the American League here, uh, the West, <laughs> the Astros, because they cheat, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. they're gonna be the best team. In the yeah, West but they got they... caught, so probably not anymore. Maybe they'll find you one. know cheating. They'll find another way. Yeah. Uh, AL Central, I had the Twins because Minnesota doesn't win anything. but So okay. I wanted to give them a little slack. Uh, the AL East, Yankees. Fun fact, when I first played T-ball, the team I was on was the Yankees. So I've always considered myself a pseudo-Yankees fan. Okay. Just just for that one fact. Um, in the NL East, I have the Phillies taking it over because Philly that's sports, a, uh, just, as of late, that's just a bad are – it's just Philly sports as of late, Brad. You can't argue with the the, uh, the up and coming. You know, the Super Bowl three years ago, the 76ers went to the East Finals. Uh, I mean, what, the, the I mean, what is that? Are good I mean, now. What, what is that? What, <laughs> it's, I can't argue with the up and coming Philly sports. Uh, NL Central, I have the Cubs because they broke that 107 or however long curse. And now it's now they should win it every year, even though that was years ago. I believe that was four years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
Uh, NL West, I have the Dodgers because uh, Mookie Betts, I know yeah. his name. I know he went there, so that's automatically they're they're in it. Uh, also, my American League team's also making it now. I got the uh, the Cleveland baseball team. Thank that's a that's a, you know uh, what. Go back and we gotta go back and edit all that and just say whenever we said that. Uh, I did. I I said it, didn't I? Yeah, I said it too. So now we have to go back and we have to take that clip of Ryan saying that, and we're I'm gonna have to put it over each time one of us said it. <laughs> so it's gonna be the Cleveland baseball Cleveland. team. Uh, I have the Seattle Mariners because now Seattle Seattle's all pumping. They say we have NHL team now. We have to show up. Seattle, uh, the race Seattle because... is a, a serious note. Not saying that everything you're saying is very serious, which it is. Uh, Seattle, oh, of course. look out. Sneaky, good, up-and-coming team. Uh, we got the Rays because the Durham Bulls, obviously, obviously the connection yeah. there. Uh, the A's. for knowing about that. Uh, the A's just because, you know, grade A. Uh, and the Tigers because even though Detroit oh, usually has trash <laughs> sports teams for the last decade or two, yeah, the, the Tigers, Tigers are no exception. <laughs> they're riding off of the hive, the Tiger King series. They have to show that uh-huh. there are the bigger Tigers in the world, and they're gonna they're gonna show up to show everybody the real Tiger Kings. Uh, in the in the National League, oh, not... I got the Braves. <laughs> yeah, because uh, just because Brett, just because just for my my Brett there. Appreciate that. Uh, I got the Nationals because you know they won recently, so they're still good, right? Yeah. Uh, the Cardinals, because you know St. Louis, they got the championship vibe from the NA, from the NHL team. Also, you're making a lot of connections. Vibes. I like that. Yeah. Uh, the Diamondbacks, because Arizona's a, a coronavirus hotspot, <laughs> and uh, the Brewers, uh, because just have a good one with the boys and the girls. Can I? No sexism here. Can I have? Can I ask you a follow up about the Diamondbacks pick? Yeah, I, I'm curious, I'm curious as to what the logic is. You said the you said you said they're going to make the playoffs because they are a coronavirus hotspot. Oh uh, yeah, all right, that's correct. That's all I need. I just wanted to clarify. Um, all right, I I think I think those are good. Those are picks that you made, and those are things. Those are words that came out of Ryan's mouth. Yeah, uh, calling it now. Uh, the finals. Uh, you got finals. the Yankees. <laughs> you got, the you got all right, the World Series. Yeah, you got the Yankees and the Phillies. Yankees taking it. Yankees in four. <laughs> That's probably what would happen if the Phillies faced the Yankees <laughs> yeah, in the World really. Series. It would. That would be what. Uh, Aaron Judge hits seven home runs in one game. Wow. Okay. That's uh. It's baseball from Ryan. Indeed, it is. <laughs> Brett needs a minute. <laughs> I'm still thinking about the Arizona pick, if I'm being honest. <laughs> because you <laughs> and the Tigers. The, Just because, like that, that was the thing. Like the Tigers <laughs> pick was so bad. Um, the Tigers. The Tigers are like one of the worst teams in MLB history last they, year. They are one of the worst teams. And what was so great was you followed that pickup and I was like, wait, we gotta talk about that. And then you followed it up followed it by follow it up. I can't even talk right now. You followed it up by saying 
the Arizona Diamondbacks because they're a COVID hotspot. <laughs> Went seamlessly from picking the Detroit Tigers <laughs> to make the playoffs to saying that. Wow. Okay. You can't fault uh, foresight. <laughs> is that it's what that is? Is that what that is? It's a gift. It's, it's a honestly gift. a gift. Yeah. Um, Should we talk about the one other thing in case there's anyone in the world still listening at this point? Uh, yeah, yeah. Star Wars, which was, which is, you know, lately, you know, with the cinematic stuff, I mean, it's been about as good as the Detroit Tigers. So we can make the connection there. <laughs> but the, the, the new word on the street is that Lando Calrissian is getting his own show on Disney Plus and Donald Glover will be back. How excited are we about this? Quite. I thought that Donald Glover did a really good job as young Lando in the solo movie. And I'm assuming since it is Donald Glover that this isn't going to be like post return of the Jedi or anything like that. Like it's probably going to be solo era, It is. which if yeah, we're doing, is. if we're dealing with a lot of the same stuff from the solo movie, maybe, um, maybe mm-hmm. some, some some uh, certain villain might make an appearance, yeah. maybe. I was, <laughs> um, yes, the, I, the the final. When did Solo come out? This no more spoiler alert. At the end of Solo, when you see Darth Maul, um, I. Can we- can we talk about how wild it is with every... Like, it makes perfect sense if you follow everything, but, like, the fact that we're talking about Darth Maul yeah. being the villain in a movie about Han Solo and a TV show about Lando Calrissian, like, if you only watch the Star Wars movies and you hear that, you're like, yeah, what? Yeah. Like, you have to be, you know, you have to be watching the shows, you have to be caught up, and, you know, there are books that that are that are being written as well there's just there's so much stuff going on that you know if you if you checked out you know after the prequels and then got back into it with the disney trilogy and you're seeing this news and you're like darth maul obviously if you watch if you watch like if you watch rebels you got a lot of darth maul and it was really good stuff but yeah I mean, I'm excited about it, man. I, I really like Donald Glover. I think that he was really good in Solo. Uh, apparently, like Alden Ehrenreich's Han Solo might make an appearance or two. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, so far, since Disney's taken over, the like the non-cinematic stuff has been really good. I mean... They brought. I mean, Rebels yeah, the was Disney really good. Plus TV. What? I mean the yeah. I mean that stuff too. But I mean just the Disney Plus TV shows that we've had yeah. so far, which is Mandalorian and season seven of the Clone Wars, is so have been good. home runs. I mean, both were so good. So yeah, I'm excited. Um, just get the movies together. I believe they actually like officially announced release dates for the upcoming three movies, which I don't think it's. I think it's. 2023 2025 and 2027 yeah it's it's a little bit so we'll see we'll see what all happens there man okay that was a podcast i I think a lot of stuff i mean most of that was not anything close to hockey related 
Um, but it was a good podcast. Uh, and you can subscribe to the podcast literally wherever you listen to podcasts. Review it, uh, rate it, share it with all of your loved ones, uh, all the ones you don't love. Just share it with everyone. Uh, and here today was Andrew and Ryan. Andrew, where can the people follow you on Twitter? Don't give them your address unless you want to. I'll, I'll pass on that. Um, Maybe next week. At A-S-C-H-N-I-T-T-53. Ryan? Uh, you follow me on Twitter at R-Y-A-N-H-E-N-K-E-L underscore. And, you know, I'll just give out my address because I'm moving <laughs> in two days. Oh. Just kidding. Uh, I'm moving, but I'm not going to – I won't dox this location. Okay. All right. Maybe next time. Um, you can follow me at Brett underscore finger. Follow Kane's Country on Twitter at Kane's Country. Read the site. There's so much content on Kane's Country. It's 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 crazy. Uh, lots of really good stuff uh, from all of us over there. And um, a week from now, we're going to have a guest, a Rangers-esque, or I guess a Rangers-themed guest leading into the start of the play-in round. I'm looking forward to it. Hope you are too. We will talk to you again next week. Goodbye.